Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Miami Dolphins are getting a whole lot more scary. Hey, welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. As if the Dolphins weren't enough of a load to handle for the rest of the NFL. News coming out this morning that cornerback Jalen Ramsey will return to practice today. So he opens up this 21-day window for him to return off of IR. He's not going to play this weekend, big Sunday night matchup against the Eagles, but he um, will be back. And the Dolphins, it's funny because we talk about their offense so much, Perloff, right? Yeah. You score 70 on somebody, even if it's the Broncos, you're going to get a lot of attention. But the defense has been very good. They've just been super banged up. Now they are going to get Jalen Ramsey back, and I thought they might get him back for just like the last couple games of the season. Yeah, I thought the that I heard. Dece- I was told December. We were wrong. I mean, this is the era of guys healing faster and being ahead of schedule. You talk about Aaron Rodgers. I mean, this I, is this is scary now for the rest of the AFC. I would definitely counter your the Dolphins' defense have been impressive. I mean, who have they? Uh, this is a who have they played situation. It has been a great run for them. Carolina, New York Giants, Denver Broncos, New England. Uh, are the teams that they look good against, and they got torched by the Chargers and the Bills. So I think that is a huge to be determined about that offense, especially if you, about that defense. Rather, if your offense is flying up and down, that puts so much pressure on the defense. I even with Jalen Ramsey, I think that that's clearly their Achilles' heel, right? Is defense. Well, compared to the offense, it's I don't think the defensive unit is right there. But don't forget, before we started talking about Jim Schwartz and what he's done with the Cleveland Browns defense, most people believed, and I think rightly so, that Vic Fangio taking over the defense in Miami was one of the best offseason hires that a team made. And you mentioned the schedule. It does get a whole lot tougher, and that's where I would like to have yeah. Jalen Ramsey as a part of my secondary. So that's a little injury update for you, and I think that the Dolphins did get a whole lot scarier today with that news. Yeah, I don't know. I still think that we don't really know about this defense. Josh Allen it was one of the best games of his career against this defense. Yeah, the one thing about that game, though, is, and I credit the Weedos and the coffee drinkers in the chat for this yeah. one, which is, Teams that score 60 or more the next week, like, always lose. I didn't know that. I I didn't realize that when you come off that high of putting up these, like, basically college football offense scores that you immediately have a letdown. Um, It's interesting trend. Something to keep an eye on. Gosh, the Dolphins, actually, their schedule's not too bad at all. That AFC East sort of emptied out a lot quicker than we thought. We thought that was going to be the hardest division in sports. I mean, that might be some chippies for them. The Patriots... Are the Patriots going to beat anybody this year? Well, but here's the final uh, part of their schedule. If you go from uh, December 17th, 
the Jets, who are clearly, I mean, by December 17th, is Rodgers back? I don't the, know. Then, the Jets are a 10-point underdog in that game. In Miami in December? Come on. Then Dallas at Baltimore. In Miami. Against Buffalo at the end of the year. Yeah. I, I This does not scare me for them. I think they're clearly going to the playoffs. You know, we, Maybe we, he'll be back again for the game against Kansas City. That's in Germany, I believe. We said it all along. If this team stays healthy, they're going to be very good. So still, like, I hate to be that guy, but it, this is just clearly an injury case. If Tua is on the field, they're great. But do you really trust it? He did a jujitsu roll the other day after getting sacked. <laughs> it was very impressive. <laughs> yeah, he was bragging about uh, training in jujitsu that it could help his health. I guess it is. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. I think Jalen Ramsey, even the threat of him coming back now, makes the Dolphins a whole lot more scary. Perloff says no. You're welcome to weigh in. Okay, it is Wednesday. So on Wednesdays around here, we do the Great Debate Series, which is today's topic, worst loss in sports history. Worst loss. Now, I have picked this moment Pete, if I can hear cut number one, please. This, to me, worst loss ever. Play clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Unreal. It's still with us to this day. Malcolm Butler at the goal line. Legion of Boom have never gotten over it, even though they all did win a Super Bowl the year before. They could have beaten Peyton Manning and Tom Brady in back-to-back years. And the franchise, I mean, I didn't say, it, it definitely didn't crumble, but they never reached their full ceiling because they couldn't get over that play. And that's why, to me, it's the worst loss ever. Uh, that's a good point. They definitely, I thought they were going to win multiple Super Bowls. I mean, they did kind of cheat in the sense that their their defensive backfield committed so many penalties, the officials just couldn't call them all. No offense, Seahawks fans. But I, I kind of don't like the way... I feel like they keep that loss alive because their players complain about it all the time. And what's your worst loss? I went with the Chris Webber timeout just because... Partly because Chris Webber was my favorite. I was obsessed with the Fab Five. And the way you lose, it's just an embarrassing... It's an image and a moment that it'll last forever. Kind of like, uh, you know, the one thing about this Malcolm Butler interception, you could say, oh, at least you could say it was a great play by the Patriots. Or you can blame the other team. This was clearly on Chris Webber, not knowing he didn't have any timeouts. And the Fab Five was this huge movement in sports that just fell flat. Okay, the reason why I wouldn't put the Fab Five in is because they still became the cultural touchstone. They reaped all the benefits of being the Fab Five, even without winning the title. Now, this did stick to Chris Webber, but check Chris Webber's bank account. I mean, he's a great player in the NBA before he had his meniscus tear. And has probably made, what, $300 million or something like that? Like, ultimately, I he's, think you do get over it. I love He's, by the way, the coolest dude in the NBA. He's a, or a former NBA player. Just an incredibly nice man, too. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. That's where the Weedos and the Purple Drinkers are hanging out. Pardon me. The coffee drinkers are hanging out in the chat. Maggie's Karaoke Pants has worst lost the 2004 Team USA basketball to Lithuania. Now, multiple losses in that 2004 run for Team USA. They also lost to Puerto Rico. They end up winning the bronze medal. It led to the Redeem team. That was team that, was that extremely was a, flawed. Yeah, I mean, it was Marbury and Iverson, right, who lost. Larry out. Brown. And a young, young, was LeBron on the team? LeBron and Dwayne Wade and Carmelo Anthony at the end of the bench could not get in these games. It was Marbury, Tim Duncan, I think Richard Jefferson yeah. was starting in... Was Jason Kidd on that team? No. No, okay. No kid. But oh, Kidd came back right. for the next team. And, he was on the and team. Yeah. 
I don't remember who else was the starting five. We'll have to look that up. Yeah, I, I think the Olympic team is only interesting after a loss. Like, I don't care at all about this upcoming Olympics. I need to see U.S. be really challenged to make it. So the Redeem team is great because they lost the team before. That was just a sad team. Watching Marbury miss three after three was just Ugh. awful to watch. Not just that. Richard Jefferson, I think, started the tournament like 0 for 35 or something. It was something just terrible. Uh, let's go to the phones and hear from you. 855-212-4CBS. Worst loss in sports history. How about Mike is in Oregon this morning? Good morning, Mike. Hello. Hello. This is uh, Mystery Box Mike. Mike. From last week. Mike, oh, you're the there you best. Are. Mike, thank you. I'm so glad I can thank you on the air. Thank you for the amazing Oregon Ducks sweatshirt. The coffee mug is right behind me. I'm keeping it. And, Mike, by the way, keep an eye out uh, in the mail. Uh, We sent you something. So thank you so much. Uh, We're going to stay with the Olympics. Um, The 1972 Summer Olympics, uh, Russia beats the U.S. in men's basketball on the worst redo ever. And it was the first uh, loss for the U.S. men's basketball team in Olympic history. Mike, thank you. It was so bad that the uh, team didn't even show up to get their silver medals. I remember, Mike, somewhere Doug Collins just shed a single tear. Again, thank you for the cool Oregon swag. Uh, Mike sent us in a mystery box that I was pretty sure yeah. uh, had a human body part in it, but yeah. it didn't. It had a cool organ sweatshirt in it. Mystery box sounds way too ominous. <laughs> <laughs> this is Mike with the mystery box. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, yeah. it was a really cool gift. Yeah, I, I don't like... If you said uh, someone's sending you a mystery box, I think we would have had the intern open it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, make sure you shake it for any pills and powders. Uh, but yes, that was a, that was a, a robbery of international... Yeah, I saw the documentary. That was brutal. I mean, if that happened today in the modern era of media, that would definitely be an international issue. How about Sean? He's in Indianapolis. Hey, Sean. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Sure. For me, it's uh, Dallas Cowboys 1-1 and 1-8. The non-catch from there in the Burko snap from Tony Rumble on the field. Sean, thank you for the phone call. Oh, I'm sorry, Sean, your your line was cutting out a little bit. Um, I mean, honestly, though, the thing about the Dez catch and on catch is the Cowboys got a huge call against the Lions around before when there was, I think, a mispass interference that might have given them the win. That team, and I'm sorry, I know I sound like a Cowboy hater today. I don't think that team with Dez Bryant was going to go on and win the title anyway. So this, this is interesting about our debate about the worst loss ever you got to get as deep into the playoffs as possible to really define it to me. Okay, but see, I think to say that the Cowboys wouldn't have won the Super Bowl that year, that feels like a little after the fact. Like, no, thinking back did. on it, of course they weren't going to win because Romo is not a Super Bowl winning quarterback. But I think at the time, I mean, there was still a, a moment of redemption for that team. They, I mean, they really shouldn't have beaten the... I think it was the Lions the game before. They, they got really lucky to win that game. They were not like... And even... Yeah, the game against the Packers. What's that? Well, Dak was the QB in that. In that. Oh, I'm sorry. Dak yeah, was yeah. The QB. yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't. It didn't strike me as they were heavy favorites in that year's playoffs. Those were narrow, narrow games. So maybe, yeah, that was brutal. And I think, by the way, I'm still, I'm always team catch on Des Bryant. 
Definitely. But the fact that we still have to talk about this and we still don't know what a catch is all these years yeah. later with every angle of replay possible, it's the worst part about watching the NFL, that and the holding calls. Um, how about this for an all-time classic? Pete, can we play cut eight, please? We have not talked a lot about individual sports collapses here. Let's take you back to the 1999 British Open. This is Jean Vandeveld. Think and theater of the mind here, he's standing in the middle of a water hazard. Oh, this this really is beyond a joke now. He's he's, he's gone gaga because this is uh, this is quite. I've never seen anything like it before, and to attempt to hit the ball out of there is pure madness. Because he could hit the wall, go back in, the ball could hit him. He could end up not finishing in the top twenty. Well, he's thinking about it, but this is horrendous stuff, Alex. <laughs> he he came into the final round of the tournament with a five-shot lead. He arrived at the 18th tee with a three-shot lead. He just needed a double bogey, and he would have won the tournament, and he couldn't even do that, Perloff, and he had played error-free basically the entire tournament and then blew it on the 18th hole. It's so painful. It's just so painful to even think about that game. I don't like thinking about it. <laughs> the game? You mean the match? No, just to, because I picture myself having to win a hit a putt like that. I do exactly. I would. I'd eight putt with that pressure <laughs> every time I watch the end of a golf tournament. The last putt, like how do you have the fortitude? I guess practice makes it possible, but just all those eyes on you, like those are sports situations I hate where it's really expected that you do something. Like just say don't. Don't, you know, if you double bogey, you win this tournament, that would crush me. Okay. There's also an added, like, embarrassment to that. When you see that image, I was only nine years old or eight years old at that time. I don't mean to date people, but, like, I'm not really a golf fan, but I will never forget him with the, the high water pants <laughs> as he's standing there in, like, you know, calf deep water thinking about hitting this shot. And it's just embarrassing. This guy was supposed to be a champion. And now he's in the mud and the water of some... Some golf course. It's like it's, it's like it's like embarrassment added to yes. the collapse. I think you're right about that. There's something about losing an anonymity, right? Like you lose, but you lose, and you just had a bad round. Okay, you might stay. It might stay with you, but it's not going to stay like as a part of pop culture or something. Your name doesn't become shorthand for something embarrassing. That's that's actually a point for Perloff with Chris Weber and the timeout being the worst moment because. Even though Weber went on to have a really great career, I mean, you will always associate him with that moment in the NCAA tournament. How about this one? Pete, can we play uh, cut number seven, please? You're talking about, Perloff, routine plays that get botched. This is a classic. 5-5 five, five in a delirious 10th inning. Can you believe this ball game at Shea? Oh, brother. Little roller up along first. Behind the bag. It gets through Buckner. Here comes Knight, and the Mets win it. Went on to win game seven. Basically, was a formality at that point. Mets win the World Series 1986. But, again, another thing that stayed with Bill Buckner to the point where they were spoofing it on an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm like 30 years later. Well, never, yeah. And you definitely didn't even have to be there to know about that play. By the way, we completely butchered the Des Cash no catch. It was 14. Oh, sorry. It was a 2014 season. It was Tony, Tony. Romo. So, because, uh, yeah, 16 was also a horrible uh, that was loss. The, that yeah. was the field goal. 
Yeah, that was a. They lost to the Packers again, I believe. Wait, um, are we talking about the Tony Romo when he couldn't get the ball down for the kick in Seattle? I thought. No, that was twelve. I think okay. that was before. <laughs> we don't mean to have, make this a. So the catch on catch was two thousand fourteen because they had just squeaked by the Lions and then they advanced and played in a really cold field against the Packers. Incredibly tight game. Des definitely caught it, but. Yeah, that was tough. I hate the fact that we're reeling off all these bad Cowboys losses. I feel that's very mean to do. Listen, they're coming off a win over the Chargers Monday night. <laughs> so that makes a catch non-catch okay? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm just trying. Uh, let's go to Corey. He's in California. Corey, good morning. Good morning. I uh, love y'all show in the morning. Good to hear you. Uh, glad that caller brought up the Rams beating the Titans with Mike Jones at the one-yard line. That was probably one of my favorite wins. Yep. Uh, Tyus Etney, though, beating Mizzou in uh, 95, 4.8 seconds. We were on our way to have a chance at a championship. Oh, dude. And we split the tees, let him in, and it was it was a tough, tough loss. That was one of the toughest losses I've ever seen. So. <sighs> That was my opinion. And recent, um, I really think uh, one that we'll remember for a while is the Women's World Cup uh, losing by a centimeter. Oh, you know so. what? Great call. Brutal, yeah. That was the Megan Rapino and missing the penalty kicks. I mean, that was yeah. just brutal. Corey, that thank was... you. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. It's funny. College basketball has lots of them because every great shot, the catch, uh, I mean, the Christian Leitner shot has a downside Kentucky. Obviously, I think, did anyone call by Houston, North Carolina State? Like, yep. That is a bad Actually, way. Actually, Jordan to... Schultz brought it up. Yeah, yeah Jordan Schultz. Yeah, it was like someone was just talking about it. So that's the thing. Any great play in any sport history has a flip side. Sure. Butler Duke was already brought up. But like the one you had, like people think of the negative. When it's a Malcolm Butler interception, you think about the negative. You you don't think about what a great play the Patriots did. You think about the Seahawks blowing it. Yes, because the Patriots already have so many wins. It was just another win. Like it didn't do anything to elevate them beyond what they were already elevated right. to. Like the Seahawks, this would have put them in a dynasty conversation if they had kept it going. And like modern dynasties, depending on how we want to maybe talk about the Chiefs or something, who have a shot, but it's so rare these days. Yeah, totally. But and also too, if somebody hits a thirty foot shot to beat you, that hurts. But you got to give. We had been debating the Mario Chalmers shot. Like, yes, that's a brutal loss, but it's not like calling a timeout when you have no timeout. Sometimes you get beat, right? I mean. Sometimes Christian Leitner is going to hit a turnaround with no time left. It just happens. I don't. I feel like those are tough losses, but when it's your own fault, it's worse to me. How about when it's the band's fault? <laughs> well, I don't know if it's the, the band's t- it's fault. It's a tuba guy. <laughs> but the band played a role. Here's one of the all-time worst losses. Comes loose and the Bears have to get out of bounds. Rodgers along the sideline. Another one. They're still in deep trouble at midfield. They tried to do a couple of... The ball is still loose as they get it to Rodgers. They give it back now to the 30. They're down to the 20. Oh, the band is out on the field. He's going to go into the end zone. He's going to go out of the Bears. The Bears have won. The Bears have won. Oh, my God. The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart-rending, Exciting, thrilling finish in the history of college football. There you go. You know what's funny about that call? I've listened to it so much in my life, the the play, Cal Stanford, 1982. In my mind, because I was born in 1983, 1983 is not that long ago. <laughs> like, I realize I'm 40, but that call sounds like it's from 1940. Yeah, definitely. Now, it's such a great call. I'm not talking about the content of it. I'm talking about the sound. This, you know what's shocking about that game to me? John Elway was uh, with Stanford. Yep. Like, 
Do you know what their that team's record was that year? Oh, I'm sure. They were yeah. five and five. Oh, really? Yeah, and both teams were five and five. So back and nowadays, if you're a great quarterback, you better be. You're like nine and three. Yeah. How could John Elway? How could Stanford not win with John Elway at quarterback? I don't understand that at all. You know, it's funny. We're talking about worst losses ever, which is why we're doing this uh, as part of our great debate series. I think it's interesting. Maybe a whole other subcategory can be like all-time great players who failed in the big moment, right? Not mm. not that John Elway like is on the losing side of this when we can associate him with winning so much. Like Mariano Rivera in the 2001 World Series no. against the Diamondbacks blowing that save. Like you think about Mo was unanim- only unanimous Hall of Famer, walks into the Hall of Fame, but he still has this Terrible yeah, moment yeah. on his resume, but I don't think it's like he's a whole subset. I don't think he's labeled with that, like Chris Webber. If you say Mariano Rivera, I don't. First of all, it was a sawed-off single. It wasn't like no, the worst. Homer. I don't think anyone puts that first. No, where, they don't put it first. But I think that could be a whole other subcategory, which yeah, is like guys great who players always who, came through and then failed. Oh, I see what you're saying. I thought you were talking about like Dan Marino, who never won. No, 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 no. I'm talking about guys who are so associated with winning, yet have yeah. a painful loss. Because I've interviewed Mariano a couple times. I've been lucky to not to name drop. But he still thinks about that. Right. I, I think that's fine. Mariana, it's guys like Jackie Smith who dropped a touchdown right. in the Super Bowl. Guys who don't have the win, it's so much more brutal. John Elway's fine. John Elway could, because of the two Super Bowl wins, everything else got erased, right? Does anyone talk about the fact that he got blown out in three Super Bowls? No, they don't. It's almost to me like 18 and one with Tom Brady, you know, losing to the Giants in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right. When you think you're going to, you know, be, you know, crowned as the GOAT at that point in time and you're going to, you know, put the big F you to the NFL with all the, you know, stuff with the the spy gate and then you lose. Like to me, that is like almost a whole different category. Yeah. Right. 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 But like, he's right. Because that doesn't, you, it's hard to put Tom Brady on the worst losses ever when he's the winningest quarterback of all time. So you're right. That's a sub genre. <laughs> that's right. Uh, 855-2124-CBS. Maggie and Perloff, you're welcome to weigh in. We see you guys on the phones to get back to the worst losses ever in sports. Uh, so much more to do, including checking in with Jerry Jones. Do that as well. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. All right, we're back on Maggie and Perloff. I apologize in advance. I started the show by saying the Cowboys are not Super Bowl contenders. Then we proceeded to talk about the Des Bryant catch, non-catch, the Tony Romo fumble. Hey, listen, this is a franchise that owned the Philadelphia Eagles for years, so they have plenty of wins here. But I have to say I have a problem with their best player. Why? Micah Parsons might want to stop talking. And I love Micah Parsons. I think he's a great character in the NFL, but he went a bridge too far this time, Maggie. Let's back up things a little bit. We started off the show. You do not believe the Cowboys are a Super Bowl contender. I do. We put the poll out at Maggie and Pearl on Twitter. You're welcome to go there and vote simple. Are the Cowboys a Super Bowl contender? Yes or no? Then we start our great debate series, which is today's topic, worst losses of all time. That's where the Cowboys got brought back into the conversation with the Des Bryant catch, no catch, uh, Tony Romo botched uh, field goal, stuff like that, uh, you know, field goal attempt, and many, many other things. And you're welcome to call in about that, 855-2124-CBS on the worst loss ever in sports. Now we get to Cowboy Quickie. want to set it up so Micah Parsons is not shy about sharing his opinion and that's fine I don't care what he says about his own team but he might want to keep my team out of his mouth (laughs) but I just don't condone the bashing of Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys 
and have the same energy for the Eagles. The Eagles were healthy. They had Jalen Hurts. They had the receiving crew. They had their explosive weapon. They didn't have Lane Johnson. I will admit that they didn't have Lane Johnson. But does that make that big of a difference? Because I see my quarterback, you know, maybe not have the red zone success, but move the ball way better than the Eagles did uh, Sunday night. What is he doing here? He's not in the media. He's a player. Like, why is he talking about the Eagles? They're going to play the Eagles, prove it on the field, and only the idiots in the media treat every game like it's a referendum on where the team is. What's he care about? What people think about Jalen Hurts or Dak Prescott? Like, they get to actually play football to decide who's better in two weeks. What's he doing here, Maggie? Well, it's Michael Parsons. You, and it's the year 2023, so you can absolutely be an athlete and be in the media at the same time. This is like a little Draymond Green situation. Tons of guys have their own podcast. I love it. I think that he's taken it to the Eagles. He's, you know, guys who are this talented when they talk trash, I really think they believe in their minds they can't lose. And, you know, he's just pointing out this hypocrisy. It's a little something we call whataboutism, which is, oh, you're making fun of my quarterback. Well, what about Jalen Hurts? Why aren't you making fun of him? Why aren't you calling him to the mat? And he's absolutely right. We do treat Dak Prescott and whoever is the Cowboys quarterback with a lot more scrutiny than other quarterbacks. Imagine if Justin Herbert was the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys and had the primetime losses, this 24 nothing, um, you know, to, to collapse like that in the playoffs. We would skewer him, and but he gets a pass. So Michael Parsons has a point, and I like it. You like it? I do. How about the last year and a half when I've been defending Dak Prescott and you've been telling me that he's not a top 10 quarterback? Listen, I picked the Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl this year. I think uh, you can win a Super Bowl without a top 10 quarterback. I, I love Dak, but here's the issue. Jalen Hurts, everyone thinks because his numbers are down that he's playing bad. They're 5-1. and one. I know they're about to go on this gauntlet of a schedule. I, I don't think he played bad against the Jets at all. I think the only reason the Eagles did anything. Was there a single player who showed up for them other than Jalen Hurts? He escaped every sack. Threw for a ton of yards. He had one bad mistake at the end of the game, which is good. Because as Jalen Hurts once told me, you're either winning or you're learning. And we are learning to win football games. Yes. That's your Cowboy Quickie. <laughs> Andrew Bogish is here with some headlines. Good morning, Bogish. Good morning again. So to fit the theme of the last hour or so, the Diamondbacks have suffered some heartbreaking losses. Byung Hung Kim giving up those homers to the Yankees in the 0-1 World Series. Uh, at least the current pitchers spare their fans all that drama. Merrill Kelly allowing early homers to Trey Turner and Kyle Schwarber. Send the table for a 10-0 Phillies winning a 2-0 lead in the NLCS. Rob Thompson's team back-to-back three homer games, 15 long balls in their last four. I mean, we got a really good lineup, and and it's a long lineup, and, and we're swinging the bats really well right now. Thompson also had Aaron Nola twirling six shutout innings last night, and now they're halfway to their second fall classic in a row. Jacob Tyler Riamuto pretends to be worried by Arizona. If we keep playing this brand of baseball, we feel pretty good about our chances, but it's it's far from over. Yeah, it's yeah, that's over. what you're supposed to say. What is Rob Thomas? What's he doing? Talking like you guys? You can't say good things midway through a series about your team or your lineup. You have to be negative to at least neutral. It's at least medium range to over. Uh, does the series <laughs> even get to game six is the question. Game three tomorrow afternoon 
in Arizona. The Rangers and Astros now in Arlington, Texas, winning twice in Houston to begin the ALCS. Max Scherzer and Christian Javier on the mound for tonight's 7 Central first pitch. Uh, He may not catch a lot of passes, but he looks cool. So another coup for the Eagles yesterday, winning the one-team race to sign 34-year-old receiver (laughs) Julio Jones. Colts nose tackle Grover Stewart, one of the best run stoppers in the game, receives a six-game PED ban. He takes responsibility for putting something illegal accidentally in his body. These will be the first games Stewart misses (laughs) for any reason since 2018. Yeah, it's like I tripped on it, and I somehow got all those drugs in my body. It's so odd. I was at Jamba Juice, and I guess I (laughs) misread the board or something. It's It's like it was a granola bar. (laughs) I didn't get all the facts. Uh, Yeah, it's just so funny to me. And everyone uses the same excuse. Yes. Although this one at least wasn't. Uh, as like uh, offended as others are he was like all right my bad like he seems to know that he he somehow messed up not like my smoothie bottle was contaminated by crack (laughs) my bad well the ryan braun is really the worst uh, it's like my urine sample was tampered with by the urine collector yeah he ruined a guy but nobody cares about nfl like the nfl guys are going straight into the hall of fame with tds uh do you think antonio gates is going to be stopped from the hall of fame in baseball it's like oh my gosh it's so like uh, holy there now that you can't take PDs. Football, let them in. Well, and ironically, taking steroids or something while playing football is like has way more real life consequences because you could really damage someone physically. It's the same thing going on with UFC right now. They're having a whole situation with their drug testing policy, and they don't want what USADA or something doing their drug testing anymore. But it's like you have to be so buttoned up when you're doing combat sports like that. It's it's crazy. You can't but mess around. It becomes a cycle where if you're not taking PEDs, you'll get killed. I think people say, oh, if you're in the NFL, if you're not bulking up, you're going to get hurt. Which is, again, ironic that two of the other sports besides combat sports in the NFL and football that we think about with steroids is like cycling <laughs> and yeah, and uh, baseball where you're like. Oh, well, track and field. is And track and field. Another one where you're doing no physical contact. I don't know if this is connected to this uh, case, but I guess the NFL and the PA this morning sent out a memo to players warning them about where their meat is currently coming from, that there Excuse are me, issues what? with uh, China and Mexico imported, exported meat what? that has certain things oh, in it steroids. contaminated that may cause you to fail a test. Like a hormone or something they're put in the... Yeah. Wait, what about the rest of us? <laughs> well, the rest I, of us don't have to take drug tests to come to work. I know, but don't I don't I really don't want to eat something yeah. that's banned by a professional sports league. So I don't know that it's like necessarily an unhealthy. I mean, it's you don't want it to be in your meat, but it might not hurt you, but it would cause you to fail an NFL drug test, but which like, we're I, not subject subjected to. If I eat the right like steak though, would I be able to like, you know, run a four Yeah, four great question. Like, yeah. You know? If you're yeah. strangely strong all of a sudden, yeah. it could be from the meat you're eating. I yeah. It's funny. One day EJ comes in. He's like, I'm benching 350. It's like, wow. I sit down at a steak restaurant. I say, just give me your best steak from Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) A Uh, steak sandwich and a steak sandwich. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Are the Bucks already regretting the Damian Lillard trade? Just five points missing nine of 11 shots in last night's 124 to 101 preseason loss to the Thunder. (laughs) The Liberty. (laughs) I'm kidding. The Liberty need to avoid elimination again tonight. Game four of the WNBA Finals in Brooklyn. The Aces down two starters, point guard Chelsea Gray and center Kia Stokes, both of whom were hurt in Sunday's loss. After losing to Germany over the weekend, U.S. men's soccer bouncing back with a 4-0 win 
over Ghana in Nashville last night. Gio Reyna scored twice. His first goals for the national team since 2021. In between was that nasty fight between his parents and head coach Greg Berhalter. Meanwhile, Neymar suffered a potentially serious knee injury in Brazil's World Cup qualifier last night. He needs further testing today. And Let's go back to that avalanche Kraken hockey game from last night. The amazing call of that fight we already played uh, was just foreplay. Here's Nachushkin down low. Rebound score! Nachushkin, a power move towards the net. It was a save made by Grubauer. It goes right back to Arturi Lekkonen. And we're up all night to get lucky. So there are just no rules on avalanche radio. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Arteri Lekkinen up all night to get Lecky scoring in a 4-1 win in Seattle. I think that does count as a sexually suggestive highlight. Kind of. I mean, exactly. I think put it in the folder. Saved. Our our sexually suggestive hockey highlights. And we're up all night to get Lecky. He's gone gaga. What else does that mean? Good song. True. Daft Punk, right? Bogus, thank you so, so much. We appreciate that. It is Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. When we come back, more of your phone calls on the Great Debate Series today, which is worst losses of all time. You take it how you want to take it. Worst sports losses of all time. We get back to that and a little more from this story. I couldn't believe the headline. I had a double double take, click on it, and I still wasn't sure what I was reading. Mm. We'll get to that in a moment. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Just painful. Our great debate series today is worst losses in sports history. So we can't get through that without playing a little Steve Bartman, who yeah. cost the Cubs the NLCS. Miami ends up winning. They go on to win the World Series. Yeah, I mean, that one's got a lot of history behind it, too. Over 100 years of Cubs futility. Yep. I think maybe the blow is softened a little bit because finally they won. They did, but yeah, that was game six. They were leading 3 nothing in the eighth inning. Yada, yada, yada. One of the worst losses ever. I mean, shorthand, if you get a 30 for 30, it's a bad loss, and I think that was one of the first ones. Um, I think the Malcolm Butler at the goal line is the worst loss. It derailed a potential dynasty with the Seattle Seahawks. People are still bitter about it to this day, including Richard Sherman and Marshawn Lynch, who have not let it go. Pete Carroll still has to answer questions about this. And that play call, Russell Wilson, like it is just lived on and on. Uh, and it happened in the Super Bowl, uh, the biggest stage in sports. Yeah, I went with the Chris Webber timeout because you could sort of remember the exact image of Chris Webber doing that. Uh, and I'm a huge Fab Five guy. I admit, by the way, the miracle of the Meadowlands, would that have been a good one if I had done that? Because I, it was 1977 or 78. Most people weren't there. How much is that a Philly thing, and how much is that a national history thing? Um, I mean, I think it's a national yeah. thing, but a lot like some of the Cleveland... Um, right, the drive. Yeah, that's the thing. It's got a great name. It's got a Miracle <laughs> Meadowlands. Like, the Music City Miracle was not the worst Bills loss, but it's got such a good name that I think it sticks. Yeah, and it, it, it kind of goes with the Malcolm Butler or 13 seconds or whatever because you thought you had the game won. You know, actually, I'm thinking, listen, it's a regular season game, so there's no way it could be in this pantheon. But the Mario Cristobal is, like, really bad. You yeah. had the game one, yeah. but again, the stakes weren't high enough yeah, for I that mean, to like, be one of the worst losses Wide ever. right and kick six are yeah. much, much more important. Yeah. Or even as a Miami fan, I think about the stolen Fiesta Bowl National Championship. Oh, when McGahee broke his leg? Yeah, oh. and the referees, you know, call a phantom pass interference. Like, that loss. I mean, you want to talk about derailing a dynasty. Yeah. I think that the Miami, the caricature of Miami we see today 
doesn't exist if Miami's a back-to-back champion. That was Mike Tyson losing to Buster Douglas because that's the best. That Even the team that lost is the best college football team I've ever seen. Yeah, I think in many ways the 2002 team was better than the 01 team, especially when you look at like the, the metrics and how they were blowing teams out. They didn't. I saw a stat the other day that if they didn't score a touchdown that yeah. season offensively, they would have been 8-4. and four. Yeah. When we did our greatest teams of all time, we had Jarrett Payton on who was son of Walter Payton, yeah. but who was on that team. And he was talking about that yeah. amazing stat. It's wild. If you look, look at the depth chart, that was pre-transfer portal. You went NFL five deep at every yeah. position. Unbelievable. So worst losses in sports history is the theme of our great debate series. Let's go to Brandon. He's in Topeka. Good morning, Brandon. Hey, Maggie. Hey, Pearl. Hey, buddy. What's up to all the uh, weedos and the coffee drinkers, man? Oh, Brandon, uh, so- good to hear from you, dude. What's going on? Yes. Uh, so growing up in Houston, uh, Maggie, I believe it was 1992 that your Bills came yep. back and just destroyed my Oilers. Yep. But not only was that a bad loss, but I believe that was the beginning of them losing the Oilers to Tennessee. Uh, so just, just a bad, bad loss and, and loss for the city. You know what? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's a great call, Brandon. Sorry for the painful memory there. Appreciate it. And see you in the chat. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio is where the weedos and the coffee drinkers hang out. Brandon's awesome. Uh, everyone's very friendly in the chat, so you can go and hang out. Um, 35 to three, that was the deficit. It ended up being 41, 38 in overtime. Mm. It set the largest comeback in NFL history. Ironically, Jim Kelly, not there. It was Frank Reich who was, uh, you know, quarterbacking that comeback. And it's since been surpassed. I think that the Vikings overcame 33 to nothing, right? Yeah, yeah recently, year. right? Right, yeah. right. Yeah. I think and then that the Chargers now... almost did it, too. Oh, I'm sorry, the Jags the against Chargers. Are... Yeah, yep. Jacksonville. Uh, by the way, I feel like one area that we're a little, we're not really doing service to is soccer. I feel like they're brutal international soccer losses. I'm watching the Beckham documentary now, and they, uh, when he got a red card and blew a game against Argentina, like the entire country was on fire for a year. The seriousness of soccer, 
and like the hand of God play. Yeah. I feel like the, those fan bases feel quite intensely. Oh, of course. I mean, you're talking about Colombia, right? Yeah. In the World Cup. You're talking about Zinedine Zidane. Oh, the headbutt. Yeah. yeah in the final, it, Italy ends up winning that World Cup. I mean, someone did call in and said the U.S. women's national team yeah. who just blew it in this World Cup. Megan Rapino misses a penalty kick in her last international game. Like right. she said, that's a dark comedy. Yeah, because you play for 95 minutes at this intensity. It comes down to one moment and a few inches. That's a brutal sport to lose in. Uh, let's go to Hong's in Pennsylvania. Good morning, Hong. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning. I'm feeling great. Great. I'm surprised that nobody brought up uh, the Buffalo Bill 1994, but you finally say about something about Jim Kelly. So, 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 having lost three straight yeah. Super Bowl in that year 1994, they had the seven-point league go into the the half. Yep. And the, the the second half, they got shut down, and I'm just heartbroken. You know, I was in high school back to the day, and everybody happy happy about the Buffalo going to win. I also feel bad for Jim Kelly, and I'm hopefully this year the Buffalo are going to win. I'm, I'm a Raven fan, but I'm rooting for the Buffalo all day. I love Buffalo. Raven at number one, the Buffalo number two all day. Hung, I love it. Thank you so much. Wait, 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 wait. Maggie, you can answer. That Super Bowl was that cl- I thought they got killed in the later Super Bowls. No. I thought there was sorry they missed the field goal against the Giants. And never really came that close again. Educate me. That is not true. Yeah, so the first one they lost against the Giants. That's the Scott Norwood wide right. The second one they lost against the Washington, uh, well, now we know them as the football team. So that one was also close, uh, 37-24 in that game. Then the first one against the Cowboys was bad. That was 52-17. to That was a blowout. But the rematch was close. And, in fact, the Bills were leading at halftime they were leading 13-6 at the half. They get shut out in the second half where the Cowboys score 24 unanswered points. They lost 30-13. to Wow, that is a nail-biter. 30-13? to Well, I... That's yeah. called a blowout. Okay, but they were leading at the half, so... That's like, not why... What, that was not Scott Norwood. Well, okay, thanks. I mean, this is why I picked Malcolm Butler. No, I mean, hung I didn't too. want to relive <laughs> all of this stuff. Yeah, but it, uh, again, the Bills, there's just so many of them that you really, it's hard to choose. Also, so I understand why you went in a different direction. Thank you. Also, Hung is breaking one of my cardinal rules of sports fandom, uh, which I don't think you can root for two teams in the same conference. Like, I love that he wants Ravens, to send yeah. positive vibes to the Bills, but the Ravens and the Bills could meet in the playoffs. Yeah, Absolutely. A fraud. <laughs> you called him a fraud. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I don't want to call him a fraud, but uh, it's against one of the one of the cardinal rooting rules. He's a Ravens favorite for the Bills. They're going to face each other at some point in a conference finals. It's about as fake as that uh, Los Angeles Chargers fan that was also a Vikings yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah. That was... right. oh, you guys don't think that she's a real fan? No. God, no. Did you think she was an actor? I saw someone thought she was artificial it, intelligence. Not, not an actor, but I think that she wanted to get the... I get the the eye of the cameras. She, I think she, I think she knew she was hamming it up. Yeah, yep. she knew that they'd be looking at shots in the end zone. Yeah, and, and that's why she bought that jersey. It was brand new. Wait uh, a minute, hold on. I got to defend this lady. She said she's a Vikings fan because she grew up in Minnesota. That's fair. And then she moved to L.A. or wherever. Yeah, L.A. Not San Diego. L.A. And then she became a Rams fan. That doesn't break the rule. You can have a team no. in the NFC and the AFC. Yeah, that's she's very pathetic. Conveniently making the rounds too. Yeah, yeah we'll between yesterday and today. We'll see her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see her as a Broncos fan next year. By the way, it's almost <laughs> like somebody who 
needed a college football team and picked a Pac-12 team last year and then picked a new Pac-12 team this year. Listen, I said I was going to reset every year. So I so Cal. You couldn't have gone Oregon. to a new conference when you reset? Listen, Oregon recruited me. You also happened to pick a you know a national championship contender compared to you know a bottom field like Cal last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I picked Cal last year. Turned out not to be the best. Yeah, I season. noticed you didn't right. pick uh, like uh, Vanderbilt. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait, I got next season. Let's get to our shot of the day. He shoots. He and the shot of the day is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it, and we love our friends over at Casamigos. Appreciate them so much. Uh, today we found out a little bit more about EJ, which is he blurs the line between reality and fantasy. Clubber Lang is Tyson. Clubber Lang would have knocked out Drago in two seconds. I agree. I don't think he makes a round. Mm, I, agree. I agree with that. Clubber Lang was a different mm. animal. He was he was tough. He was mean. Yeah. I mean, he he could take a punch. I mean, he took a he, he took a lot of punishment in that fight. Rocky was as in good a shape as he had been. <laughs> In that Rocky Three, and he took punishment in the scripted stage <laughs> fight. He did super right. tough. No, we're going. We're, I'm, I'm fully invested in this Rocky universe. I'm I'm, I'm all in. So like, are we, sh- are we sure that EJ is not blurring the lines between <laughs> yeah. reality? This and- four part documentary <laughs> called Rocky. I am a wrestling fan, a comic book yeah. fan, a Star Wars fan. Yeah. I mean, so I, nothing I, that's real. I live in fantasy. Yeah, okay. and yeah. you're a Knicks fan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, real fantasy <laughs> land. <laughs> The height of fantasy really is the next part. I didn't notice that line where Bogus goes. It's a four-part four part documentary. <laughs> oh, man. Do we have time for the poll results? I've, I've been dying to hear these, EJ. What? Yeah, so we do have time for the poll results. So when we asked the question first, uh, are the Cowboys Super Bowl contenders? 16.5% say yes. 83.5% <laughs> say no. On the question of will Lincoln Riley win a national championship at USC? 13.7% say yes. 86.3% say no. Man, is this going to be sweet when I see the Cowboys raising the Lombardi with Lincoln Riley raising whatever trophy that Ooh. is. Well, maybe Lincoln Riley gets hired by Dallas next year and wins it all. That could uh, be then a I, yes, yes. <laughs> it's all setting up for the big comeback. Thank you to EJ Stewart. Thank you to people, Lottie. Thank you to Andrew Bogish, to Andrew Kaplan. Uh, callers were phenomenal today. Weedos and coffee drinkers. You guys are fantastic. Jordan Schultz as well. Uh, We will see you tomorrow. Peace. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.